also, you have champagne taste at Taco Bell. Every time I pick up the label, I'm like, oh, that's going to have to move another, you know, half a millimeter to the left. <laughs> does that, does that happen and we don't know it? Oh, absolutely. Says a lot about me. That's why I like to party. Thanks, Mom. I, I feel like I'm the perfect amount of cool for PBR. Which isn't very cool. I order a parking lot taco. Okay. Yeah. And oh, I, my God. I eat you have a name for it. Listen. <laughs> And I eat it before I leave the parking lot. And when I eat carrots, I actually eat the outside first because there's the, oh, the core of the carrot. That's not where I thought it was I going. Know, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know where it was going. Yeah, where <laughs> you think it was gonna go. Wow. All right. That's the first time I've heard it. Well done, Danielson. That's so good. There were just so many good clips. I actually had a hard time picking all of them. Oh, my gosh. That was so good. So that was the first. Obviously, we're all uh, we're all hearing it for the first time. I just want our listeners to know that's the first time I've heard it, too, <laughs> that you kept that a secret. That gone. That was good, man. The, the clip that like needed to be in there because it wasn't long enough, or like the context wasn't good enough for like a clip for social media, but needed to be on the intro was just talking about partying. The part, like <laughs> thanks, mom. <laughs> Yes. After this, I'm going to tell her to like listen to the podcast coming up. She's going to love the oh, intro. I mean, oh. Jess had a couple of them, right, from her episode, because the parking lot taco was just oh, as good. Oh, the parking lot taco is so funny. <laughs> it's so good. I love that, like, the theme there. You you drop it with Chad talking about my champagne taste at Taco Bell. That was yeah. also a gem, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find a good, like... A good instance where we said season three, but we didn't really say any of them in like a compelling way. So I was like, this champagne taste I talk about one's a good intro. Yeah. Well, here we are. Uh, welcome to chapter th- or to season three. Season three, chapter fifty one. Chapter fifty one. Um, it, it's uh, it felt like a good break. Um, we've talked about it for the last couple of episodes, but um, we uh, we feel like this is a really good opportunity for us to phase into the next season of Sonder Stories. We're in a spot now where um, we've kind of hit a groove. Ultimately, we just feel like we're in a, a spot where we know who we are. And um, as, as Sonder Stories has evolved, we're now at a spot where um, the, uh, the next season needed to begin. Uh, and, and now here we are with... What is really the next guest of uh, our taproom team? I know, really dipping into the taproom team, which is nice because I think that even especially today, so we have Ross on the podcast today, which is our... Whoa, say that again. What's up, Ross? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We made sure to drink a little bit before this so that Ross is ready to go. Yeah. Uh, I have not had any alcohols. No. (laughs) I don't believe in the alcohols. Uh, Ross is our weekend taproom manager, um, I feel confident in saying. So he's often not here when our day-to-day staff is here. So we interact with him a little bit, but I'm excited to like, get to know Ross today. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you, you don't know Ross in the same way I know Ross. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is true. Which I'm pretty excited uh, for, for both of us to get to know Ross, uh, even outside of how I know him primarily as um, – as Go- goofy dude? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, sure, sure. We're all goofy, right? <laughs> right. What I was going to say is, like, uh, you and I have a lot of fun when we bartend together. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I know you as shift lead, Ross. Yes. Right? Yep. yep. Um, 
it'll be cool to see you outside of that a little bit here as we as we kind of jump in. So um, tell us a little bit about. So you've been with you've been with Sonder now for how long? I mean, uh, I know it's 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 been pretty early on. Yeah, it, uh, it would be November two thousand eighteen. So a month wow. After- so it was. So you started one month after we opened. Yeah, yeah. I uh, okay. came in a few weeks after you opened uh, with my friend Tony Will. He goes by many names. I know. Uh, That's actually a funny story in itself because I remember uh, Tony was working like a weekday. I think he I think he was filling in for someone, but he was like working a weekday like bar shift, like day shift. And I was, you know, doing my thing, like taking pictures. And he actually had two of his friends stop in and I asked him a question. I know him as Tony. He introduced himself to me as Tony. For the record. But his friends right. called him Will. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, hey, Tony, yeah. can you... I, I think I was like, hey, I'm going to do... I let him know I was doing something. And then his friends were like, who's Tony? Yeah, yeah. I, I call, the same I call thing. him to his Dub T. Yeah. yeah. yeah you can't go wrong with Will that. Tony, Dub T. Right. So how does he introduce himself to people? Uh, it... it Tony or Will? I don't know. It just depends on. I don't the, understand. The, the I need circle. more. I need more. No, I don't even know what his real <laughs> what? name is. Yeah. What is uh, it? So is I, it I, William I, Anthony? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So there it is. Uh, he goes so, by William. Uh, my prior job where I worked with him, who he introduced me up here, told me there might be a job opening. Uh, <laughs> so, but when I came up, he he went by a different name up here. So <laughs> I just Tony Will. That's what I say. I can't go wrong if I he say has like a names. suburbs name and then a downtown. That's so <laughs> weird. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. That's so pretty much. weird. It is. Well, and it's funny too that like neither are his actual real names. Like he shortened his first and middle name. <laughs> I feel, like you, I feel like you don't typically shorten your middle name. No, no, probably well, not. You also don't typically go by your middle name. I mean, some people do. Some but. do if you have, like, a family name, you know? Yeah. Or, like, my friend uh, my friend is, like, we call him Trey because yeah. he's the third of, like, his, yeah, like, sure. genealogy or whatever. Yeah, I, I've heard of that. I know of somebody that's, that's, that's called Trip because he's the third. Okay. So I, yeah. I get that. Um, but... but but to go from William Anthony to to Will Tony, I think I, I think I'm I think I have him as Tony on the website. Probably because that's what I call him. Can we? Can you please change? And the only way he'll see this is if he's listening to this podcast, which I I, I don't know if he is. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go with no. <laughs> yeah. uh, he might when he finds out you're on it. I know, yeah, yeah. Uh, can we change him on the website to William Anthony? Sure. I think yeah. it would be hilarious. It's very formal. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. For a very informal dude. Or yeah. even just William would be funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, going back to that, yeah, I showed up one day and uh, uh, somebody asked me if I wanted to work too. And I said, hey, yeah, uh, sure. And so I filled out an application, came in, talked to Andy and Daniel, uh, probably for like two minutes. And they said, all right, you're good to go. So then I started the next week. And You our, like beer, our, right? Yeah. Our, our you hiring, yeah. pour our, beer, right? Our yeah. hiring process is very thorough in the tap room. Well, it probably is now, but, <laughs> but when we were starting, I think they were looking for warm bodies. Yeah. <laughs> and that's for real, too, because we, we brought on, like, a good amount of people at one time, right? Because I think we had, like, three or four people holding down the fort for, like, the first couple of weeks, but then they were all like, all right, we actually have to do our jobs and get some people who are ready to tend bar. That's yeah. right, and that's that's similar to Zach, who we had on last week. Was So right. you must have started right about the same time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, and at the time, I was working uh, full-time uh, in OTR, uh, also living down there, so I was making a drive up and back, and 
one thing led to another. Maybe I think it took a year, but I this place looked more more fun and less stressful than downtown and came you, up here. And Can you say just the explicit words that this place is more fun than your OTR job again? Yes, it, it's <laughs> definitely more fun. Yeah, uh, I love that. Yes, Walking into work at 10 p.m. on a Saturday hungover uh, in OTR is a little bit different from walking in hungover here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Oh, I was yeah, I was yeah. always I'm you a morning. Said 10 person. p.m. originally. Uh, uh, so. Yes, it was 10 a.m. If you're I, walking into a <laughs> to your to your shift 10 yes. p.m. still hungover, I really want to party. Uh, right. yeah, I re- yeah, I respect it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little bit different, but yeah, I'm a morning person, so I can I can. Ooh, power. I am not. I don't think you are either, right? I can be. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. It, it really. Uh, I mean, I don't sleep much anyway. I'm up late, and, and generally speaking, I'm up early, but I'm also up early because I have four children, and one of them is generally kicking me in the head. At yeah, you've got kids. Morning, that so. has a lot to do with it. Uh, I feel but, like I'm not a morning person largely because I don't sleep well. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my thing. Like, I'm never really falling asleep before 11. That's true, because oftentimes I'll text you at midnight and you respond. I'm like, oh, yeah. weird. Oh, the yeah. only person I can count on to respond at midnight is Daniel Schmer. I actually have that's a, it. I actually have a friend that we almost exclusively communicate like after midnight because <laughs> we're both night owls. That's pretty awesome. Midnight yeah. is not late. Well, no, it's, that's like midnight's like the earliest I go to sleep. Okay, yeah, yeah. And like I'm working a regular like nine to five here, and I'm not going to bed until one or two most mornings. Yeah, it's true. Most yeah. mornings, that's yeah. good. I mean, when I'm working here, I'm getting out at you know eleven, twelve, and then going home and eating, and yeah, right. a little bit different. It makes yeah. more sense for you because you're you're working those late shifts. Yeah, I'm cashing out here at like five o'clock and still just not even remotely close to going to sleep. Yeah, yeah. So, so you became a shift lead after about a year, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. About a year of, of bartending. Right. Uh, so shift lead, similar to what, uh, again, we had Zach on the podcast last week. So we talked a little bit about that. But basically what that does for you is that that is um, basically management experience. Um, Correct. You're, you're managing any, any other team members who are bartending during your shift. Yeah. Gives you the ability to close and open, so on and so forth. Right. And um, definitely a, a step into a leadership role here. Yes. Um, so how do you feel like, from your perspective, how do you feel like that has gone since taking on that responsibility? Oh, I mean, it's it's definitely fun. Yeah. Uh, since I'm here on the weekends, there's not many too, too many people here above me, uh, say like you or... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I'm people, just teasing, I get people it. that yeah. can make decisions other than me. Sure, so, sure. So I, I'm pretty much going off off my own instincts and stuff like that. So it is fun. Uh, it changes all the time because people like to have fun on the weekends. Uh, right. So you also, on the flip side of that, uh, you also have to uh, make some snap decisions on the fly. Correct. Again, as a leader, uh, that maybe someone else wouldn't have to. Um, for example, say somebody protesting a mask. Correct, yes. Um, you've had to deal with some instances like that. Yep. Uh, Ross, can you hit us with your favorite... Ooh, I love this. Your, your, your favorite corn... Or, not, or your favorite... Uh, pandemic? Pa- pandemic story. Yeah. Cause there, I've heard of a couple. <laughs> yes. And it's I'm, always Ross. There, I know. It's always me. And- well, I mean, when you're working the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night shifts, like those are when the crazies are out, right? All right, right. Yeah. Uh, the, the people that, you know... Whatever they're thinking when they come in and sober, start to drink, and maybe that comes out right. uh, finally at the end. Uh, like, like what would you say? Uh, there's a really good one. Uh, I had a gentleman come in, and uh, he was totally fine for a little bit. Uh, 
And then I think the alcohol hit, and he didn't want to wear his mask. And I asked him, can you please put it on? Like, just you got to be seated. Uh, so then he ended up sitting on the floor and took off his mask and said, I'm, I'm seated. <laughs> and this is a grown man with kids. Like, his kids were, like, looking at him like, Dad, like, what are you doing? And this is in right the in the middle walkway. of the tap room, right? In, in the walkway, yeah. So people were, like, walking around him. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do at this point. Like, <laughs> so what I, did you do? I, I basically I said, ah, <laughs> and, and, and just say, like, please put on a mask. And then he was like, I know, I know. People, Did he know he was being a jerk? Yes. Yeah. I, I think after his kids weren't laughing with him. Yeah. Uh, I think that's when he, <laughs> he well, decided to stand up and put his mask on and then sit down. So, Well, I, I have a ton of respect for you because you do take on that ownership and leadership role. I, I frequently say that our organization will operate at its peak yeah. when the majority of our team members act as if they are owners, right? So we have act as if on the wall coming up, and, and I, I think you, among many others, definitely embody that, right? And, mm -hmm. and oh, by the way, one of the things I respect the hell out of you for is you do that whether I'm behind the bar with you or not, right? Yeah. right? Which I, I respect. Yeah, I don't care if you're there. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Thank you for that. I, I, get, I, I appreciate that, honestly. I, I, um, I frequently will step behind the bar and pour a beer because it's, it's, uh, it's a comfort zone for me, and it's something I love, and it's, it's why I believe that God put me in this opportunity to open this place and to run this place is because I think that I, I um, am, am in some ways made to do that, right? right. Um, and I'm not made to do that every day because there's other things that, that we have to do, which is why people like you are so important in this place. Yeah. Um, but Christmas Eve, we, we bartended together. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Which was a ton of fun. It's the second year in a row I've bartended on Christmas Eve. I love that because it frees up somebody else to be with their family. Right. Uh, but you, you're like, hey, I want to do it. And, oh, yeah, by the way, sure. your parents came in and visited. I got to meet them, which was a ton of fun. I didn't yeah. know that. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was awesome. Yeah. Are your parents craft beer fans? Uh, no. No, they are not. What do they drink? A bush light. A bush light. But, they, hey, they enjoyed it on that yeah. day. No, uh, well, uh, uh, they come in quite often. Uh, what so do they like when they're here? Funny enough, my mom likes uh, Midwest Haze. Okay. And this is coming from somebody that drinks Bush Light. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, she also likes uh, Kato. Okay. She's a big coffee drinker, but she doesn't like coffee with her beer. Mm -hmm. She likes that. Uh, my dad is Voss. He I was going to say, I remember yeah. pouring your dad a Voss. Yeah, he, awesome. he's not one to change too much. But, hey, uh, that's all right. But uh, we don't beer shame on this podcast. No, no way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's why Voss exists, right? It's, yeah. It's for that. It's yeah. very approachable. Yeah, for sure. Man, my favorite Ross story is um, another quarantine story. Oh, no. uh, it was a weekend night. I don't remember if it was a Friday or a Saturday. But, you know, I, I still have notifications on the social media apps for... Is this, is this a PG one? Uh, it's, <laughs> I, yeah, it's, fair, it's fairly PG. Um, so I have notifications for, like, specific things on the Sounder accounts. I don't have notifications for, like, likes because that would be ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, messages and whatnot, I still get notifications for those. So I was hanging out with some friends, but, like... You know, we weren't we weren't over the top or anything. Oh, man. And I take a look at my phone. It's like maybe 11 o'clock. This is before the curfew. So we were still doing our regular hours. And I see that we're just getting blown up by two people on social media, on Instagram. And they're saying it was all this stuff about, like, you know, we were forcing them to wear masks, which is true. Oh, and, they were, and they were just upset that, you know, they – they were, in, you know, whether this is true or not, uh, they were claiming to, like, not have to wear masks and, 
you know, I was just doing my best to two things, right? Make sure that the blame wasn't coming from you and the bar staff because you're just doing what you're told to do, right? And you're following orders and doing them to the best of your ability. But then also my big thing is like, hey, we're trying to keep not only our customers safe, but our team members safe so that we have a like healthy working environment for the people that work here during that pandemic, you know? Right. So I'm just going back and forth with these people <laughs> at like damn near midnight on a Friday or Saturday. They were, they were upset. On Instagram. And I'm just like trying to do my best to like politely tell them, like apologize for their experience, but not apologize for what we did. Right. Because those are two different things. And I come in the following week and I'm like, I don't remember if I was talking to Jess or Haley, but I was like kind of rehashing my portion of the story with them. And they're like, man, we felt so bad for Ross. Like, oh, that's yeah. just such a bad scenario. And apparently they like made a scene as they were walking out. Oh, uh, yeah. But the mask police. Yeah. They, they, they like screamed <laughs> and, and called you. Like... They called you the mask police. But positive note a bunch of people came up to you afterwards and like thank you so much for doing that right so you know hey we lost two consumers who were unhappy with us abiding by state laws and rules and just doing our best to keep our team members and other consumers safe we lost two of those consumers but we gained a lot of consumers that night just because they saw that we're taking this very seriously. Right. And a lot of that has to do with you. And yeah. I think that I've said it on this podcast a couple of times, we're going to reap the benefits of how we've acted during this pandemic for a long time because we've created a space where people can come and drink and feel safe and know that we're doing everything to the best of our ability to keep this place clean and make sure that if you come here, you know, you can have a safe beer and that, equity with consumers is going to go a long way and it transfers to them coming back. It transfers to them purchasing beer at Kroger, uh, trying our beer at bars when maybe they would have tried something else. Like the things that we can't really, you know, quantify with numbers is something that is going to, re- we're going to reap the benefits of that for a long time. It's well, a be- long way. Of because it that. matters, right? For sure. It matters. And, to the people where it, it, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, that was the other thing. They went to a restaurant and were, like, posting about that restaurant not caring that they weren't wearing masks. I was like... The same people? Yeah. Yeah, so that night, they're, I, they're, so I followed picture, all of it. Their pictures yeah. were from the restaurant that they went to that didn't care that they weren't wearing masks. Wow. And they were taking photos of themselves not wearing masks and other people not wearing masks. And it's like, dude, like... What, what you're doing here uh, is, is really, in my eyes, um, it's making me more proud than anything of what we are doing, not so much um, <laughs> making me want to go where. Right. And, and for me, safe. when I have that interaction, I don't shoo it off. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a person. I think about it when this happens. Like, yeah. I, don't want, I don't want to police adults, right? But it's what we have to do right now. Well, and, and, it's, and it weighs it's a, on you too, right? Like yeah. you're, you're dealing with a situation that, you know, you you decided to come work for us full time. You didn't sign up to have to deal with like <laughs> yeah, it babysitting adults, right? But you've handled it so great. And, you know, for the number of people that we have like that, we have hundreds of people oh, that, for walk, sure. that walk through this tap room that are so grateful that you guys are doing what you're doing. Well, and I've seen it. What I was going to say is it happened on Christmas Eve where we had a guy who walked up uh, 
not wearing a mask, and the guy next to him had his mask under his chin. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> What's and, the point? Yeah, and I'm serving someone else, and without skipping a beat, I mean, Ross could have easily been like, hey, dude, you're the president of the company. You mind telling these people? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but he didn't, right? Like, I was serving someone else, and I look over, and Ross goes, hey, dude, uh, you know, this, like, you know, and he just kind of looks, and the guy goes, oh, yeah, my bad. And then you told the other guy, like, hey, I need you to grab a mask. And he goes, well, it's at my table. Yeah, and you're man. like, yeah, but then you have one. Put it on. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, to me, it's a great leadership quality. I'm really proud of you. And it's, it's awesome to see, as I am, uh, all of our leaders in the tap room have that mentality, which is really a reflection of, of our organization as a whole. Right. Um, but the fact that you've bought into that mm-hmm. is, is why frankly you're sitting here and you're you're getting the experiences you are and 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 really good at it yeah um and that and that makes that makes for us as a as a whole a better organization right i agree uh and perfect timing we actually have ross's boss that's kind of fun to say oh right ross's we have boss. ross's <laughs> boss uh that's actually what it sa- what it says on jess's uh <laughs> business card it yeah. says ross's boss Jess- jessica green taproom director slash ross's boss <laughs> love it you're an easy person man. <laughs> which, <laughs> which, uh, whoa hey whoa, ross is easy is that what easy i just heard manage. Yeah, i perfect. definitely finished my sentence i feel like the three of us are boosting ross's ego too much so one I of know. us has to figure out who's gonna bring him down a little bit Ooh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll just tear him down like <laughs> uh, what's wrong with me hey i don't like your hat dude uh, <laughs> no, no we can't do that <laughs> i'm just teasing uh i'm actually, I'm no, actually it's more not, your face I, I told Danny before we started this podcast, I was like, you know, one of the things I love about Ross is he really breaks my balls a lot, uh, but it's not like in a super unprofessional manner. Like we just like crack jokes and it, and it works. There, right? there was one time I flicked you off and I don't think you saw it. And I was like, oh my God, am I going to get fired? This really happened. So two things, two things. Number one, I like you a little bit less because you're one of the percentage of people who says flick people off instead of flip them off. So I don't love that. Uh, second of all, I did not see it. Yeah, okay. So when you're you're winning, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're getting flipped. fired after yeah. this podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. After it airs and everything. Else. <laughs> this is actually your exit interview. So th- thank you, thank you for your time. We didn't really appreciate it, but uh, I, I asked Zach if this was going to be an intervention. <laughs> seems like it. Yeah, you wear too many dad hats, uh, and you flipped me off. But it's, I buy the dad hats. It's, See, not the nu- it's not the number of dad hats. It's how good you look in them. Well, uh, listen, you and Ross are the two people I think of when I think of them. Yeah, we're championing hats. the dad hats, and yeah. Ross looks better in them than me. It's fucked up. Yeah, it, I agree. <laughs> I got the better Frankly, color. I agree. I, I mean, I agree. I've, it's weird, but I, somehow it works for both of you. Yeah. I throw on a dad hat, and I look like I'm 68 years old. Yeah, you're the, <laughs> That's dad, the dad hat. That's the dad hat. <laughs> but but you guys wear dad hats, and I'm like, dang, those are hip. Like, I kind of want one. We've had this conversation where, like, I cannot rock the flat bill, and you cannot rock yeah. the dad hat. It's, it's just, true. It's just how we roll. We have to live with it. You know, it's, some things are for other people. Yeah, the flat bill does not. I go out. completely hatless. Yeah, yeah I've never seen you. You know what's no, weird no. is I've never seen you wear a hat ever. The only time uh, I've ever kayaking. seen. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, the that's only time true. I've ever seen yeah. Jess wear a hat is kayaking. Yep. That's true. But it serves a purpose. But what happens yeah. on the river stays on the river, so you've never actually worn Correct. a hat. Right. 100%. So, yeah. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is I'm not super into hierarchy. You guys know this about me. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not a bureaucratic person. I don't want this organization to feel that way. However, um, I do think it's necessary mm-hmm. in some circumstances, and obviously the way that our organization is operated, Jess being the taproom director, 
Ross, uh, technically speaking under technicalities, um, would, uh, would report into uh, Jess and Haley's team. And, and Jess, I'm just curious from your perspective, having Ross on the team as a team leader, I'm sure for you, uh, make things, makes things uh, relatively seamless and easy for you. Uh, when you're not here, knowing that Ross is managing things is, is got has got to be um, a little bit of of ease for you because of of his leadership and his ability to manage. We were talking before you got here about uh, being on the weekends and the weekend evenings, especially the quarantine stories <laughs> yeah. yes. and, and people seeming, you know, and we on, uh, let's just call it what it is on a Saturday night. People are here longer. Um, they're getting a little more loose. It's a little bit different than what might experience one might experience from a Wednesday night for sure yeah I don't I mean there are few people more qualified than Ross to handle the situations that arrive between arise between a Friday and a Saturday night some of the stories that he tells us behind the scenes is just doesn't it just always feel like it's it's like why does this always happen to Ross absolutely I'm like even if you and I worked on a Friday night that's right and I have never experienced that. But <laughs> he just handles it with grace and he ease, does. and he's got a good sense of humor, so he's approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, he never makes guests feel uncomfortable when those hard conversations have to happen. Um, I certainly would be shaking in my boots when I have those conversations, and he just goes out and does it with ease. And I think that's. A and good then he always laughs about it. Absolutely. Yeah, and that, that's why I sleep until one p.m. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we have our Monday meeting at noon? Yeah. Nope. nope, nope. It's always because of Ross. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I got to put pants on before I do my meeting. <laughs> right. Two p.m. But yeah, he handles a lot of really tough shit that happens in the tap room and. Um, the you know more vocal crowd because they've had a few more than a Tuesday afternoon might and he does it with ease and I think that's a big piece of how we've been so successful with the quarantine post quarantine stuff with everything all the policies we have why people feel safe here on a Saturday night because he's out making rounds reminding people to sit down having their kids sit down with them and does it very very gracefully it's very cool that we've seen both of you pretty much start with us you started in October, right, when we started. Ross was earlier saying that, you know, he came on in November, which was essentially like the first round of bartenders joining the team. It's really cool to see that you both have taken on leadership roles and you just love working here, which is something that I think all of us here would agree with. Absolutely. Yeah. And the nice thing that's coming from Ross is a lot of our staff has been organically built mm-hmm. from friendships that were prior to everybody working here. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh, ooh. What do you call what do you call Will Tony? What's his name to you? <laughs> I call him Tony. I do too. That's how he introduced <laughs> he himself not, to me. He does Tony, not Tony like Will. that cuz he definitely goes by William. Preferred. Wait, William? Yeah. Okay, now you got to put his name as Tony on the on There's the website. Way too many We're names. trying to <laughs> We can't figure it out. Do you know what is on his license it says William Anthony? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, <laughs> I swear and now I'm second-guessing myself. I swear the guy introduced himself as Tony to me. The first time I met Initially, him, it was Tony. Yes. He probably did. Yes. And then he said it was Will. Now I call him Deb T. Well, I have a friend like that. That's <laughs> why we call him SJ, because his name is Sean Justin. And I'm like, I'm not doing this, because every time when we first started hanging out, he'd introduce half of the people as, like, he'd go, oh, yeah, my name's Sean. And then other people would be like, yeah, my name's Justin. He's like, oh, it just depends on, I definitely on, don't like, love yeah. Justin as a middle name. Well, nope, he's nope, like, it just depends on who you are in my life. I'm like, mm, we're going with Unless SJ. you are cool enough to have multiple personalities <laughs> attached to <laughs> your <laughs> names, 
you need Ooh, to stick. I kind of feel like William Tony does, though. You got to stick yeah. to one. You got to <laughs> stick to Tony one. Tony Will. Tony yeah, Will. Tony Will, whatever. Nice William Tony, it. William Anthony, Tony Will, T Will. We, we got to get him on the podcast to explain this now. Ooh, because, can we work on that? Yeah. I feel like he's. I feel like he, he has enough. He has cool enough personalities that he can be both. <laughs> I mean, he's just waiting for Punch Out. I know. And he's, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't want to ruin that, though. We got to get him on the fair. podcast and talk about it. Okay. I really want him to compete in Punch Out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not he kidding. He went all in. He's, I'm not he's kidding. Gonna be, he's he's going to be he in his own. He lives for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm he's, serious. He's like, gonna he's gonna changed be, his lifestyle He's going to be so good that I mean, he's going to be, they're going to make him fight like a professional fighter. <laughs> it would be ridiculous. I mean, uh, <laughs> did you go to Punch? You didn't go to Punch Out last year, did you? It no, it didn't happen last year. Or two years ago. Whatever. The last time they had Punch Out. No, he was working. Yeah, I went like three or four years ago. I mean, like some of those first... fighters are legit. Oh. Yeah, but they, they're not well, professional they do, fighters, but so, like they do training. But they have to go into a certain amount of training before For they sure. even can do that. And yes. that's one of my favorite beer events in Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 50 West does a great job with that. It's so great. It's a, it's a, it's, oh man, it's just, it's such a well-rounded event. Um, obviously it's very unique. They do a really good job of making that event uh, feel like an amateur event that's professional, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So, well, and the production of it is so good, exactly. Like the way the like the the fighters walk out and they pick their music and they introduce everyone. They because they have a professional like announcer for the event. I, I, I we've run events here and like I I know all the numbers behind Oktoberfest. I don't know how how Fifty West runs that event, but. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it, it, they do, they do a great job, yeah. and I'm, I'm honestly, <laughs> when I think about the things I'm most excited about in 2021 as we get out of the pandemic, right? Frankly, like on on the front of my mind, like one of the things is beer events. Like I can't oh, yeah. wait absolutely. For that. I think um, we all miss those for Their sure. Beer fest at Ryan guys. Yeah. yeah, our Oktoberfest and anniversary party. I've actually started buying you betcha six packs again because when prior to uh, the pandemic. I wasn't buying. You betcha is one of my favorite <laughs> because beers. Because we had it at every festival. <laughs> well, it was at every festival, but then also like whenever my friends and I go out, um, and you betcha is always Love the beer that. that you find on tap. So I'm just drinking the shit out of you betcha in the market, trying to because I like it. Uh, I've talked about you know getting Sonder beer out in the market as like a top five beer for me. I love doing it, so I'm always willing to do it. But now I just miss drinking you betcha out in the market. I so totally I'm buying get six it. packs again. I totally get it. I agree. I've actually had it for shifties lately too, and like everyone's like, "Are you sure?" Yeah, You're like, <laughs> yeah, that would catch me off. Guard. What do you mean? Yeah, you don't want a brooder? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, the one thing I was going to say, if we can back up for just a second, the one thing that that I really love, I think this is really applicable for us because PNP, we've had uh, three straight weeks where we've we've gone from a podcast with Jess mm-hmm. to a podcast with Zach, and now to a podcast with Ross, and now we have two of them back on together is it really makes me for, for those kind of OG craft beer drinkers in Cincinnati. I think a lot of people remember for a long time when you thought of craft beer in Cincinnati, you thought of Rheingeister Madtree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, um, they knew that when they went to Rheingeister Madtree, they were getting one of the four bartenders or one of the four people, four or five that they, they, kind of associated with that bar, right? So yep. for me, personally, um, a lot of people in the beer industry know Chris Stokely. Um, for me, every time I went to, to Madtree, I, I, I either saw Brady or Kenny or Chris Stokely, mm-hmm. right? And, and it, was, it was the Madtree team. You knew the people that were behind the bar, and you like kind of had your, 
your people based on, because most of the time you go at the same time, right? And right, I always absolutely. went on yep. Saturday morning and I always knew who was going to be there and I would fill growlers and I would do all this stuff. The thing that makes me really excited about this kind of series right now of the podcast that we've got going on with our taproom team is all of our, our people largely that we've been talking to on the podcast have been with us since the first month of the second month. And so for a lot of our consumers, they probably view this Sonder team like kind of OG craft beer viewed some of the mad tree and, and, and the Rheingeist folks where it was like, Hey, I, every time I go there, I, even if you didn't know their name, right. Absolutely. For a long you time, I didn't, that's right. Yeah. For a long time, I didn't know Chris's name. And later as I got into the industry, I knew him as Stokely, but for a lot of people, every time I went, it was just like, Hey man. And he knew me because I knew him and right. saw him. And it was like, Hey man, you're going to have another Crowler of whatever, growler of whatever. Changes your entire experience. It does. When when you feel and, and that matters. It really does. Yeah. It, it matters to the consumer, but it also matters to us that that Ross, for us, you're an o, you're an OGer. Right. Uh, I knew you'd been around a long time. I certainly didn't I guess it just didn't dawn on me that you'd been around since month one. Yeah. And for me, I was I was working uh one day a week and it, that's it, right. It's totally different from, you know, I now I work from Thursday to Sunday. Totally different uh, feeling when you're when you're totally invested in it, right? For working here, right? So you you come in, you're like, all right, this is my one day, like I'm here, like I'm out. But now, it, totally different feeling in, in a good way too. Do you feel like you have a lot of people that stop in, like, hey Ross, how's it going, or like like the people that like recognize you or that are familiar with you pouring beer for them? Uh, I do, yeah. There there are definitely people that like Danker. Know, Danker, <laughs> dude, MFD, like, dude. That's <laughs> and, and I feel like we got to get Alex Danker on a podcast. I just hope yeah. he listens to this podcast. <laughs> I, I hope so too because I fill stuff for him before I know. Like I'm like he's this is back to, to this maybe three straight podcasts. I don't know yeah. if we talked about him in no. years. Zach we definitely about talked it. about him on Zach's. Yeah. yeah. Because this, this podcast is now sponsored by Alex Danker. Yes. <laughs> yes. The guy spends enough money here, and he might as well. That's right. That's Dude, he's a VIP. <laughs> he is but, a VIP. But, and, and the thing, too, is he knows what he wants when he comes in. For so sure. The new Kato. stuff, Cato, for sure. <laughs> the Crowlers, I make six of them on my shift. Yeah. I, I, it's like, the, I love this. I, you've told me this before. That sometimes you'll fill Crowlers of Cato on Saturday anticipating he's going to come and, in. And I hide them. I hide them. Because, <laughs> like, no doubt I'll make it for other people or whatnot, but I'm just like, I know he's coming in for it, so That's I might so as well good. just make them. Damn, I love this guy. If, if we don't awesome. put Danker on the bottom of a can or, like, somehow, like, secretly code that he's our MVP, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We're doing it wrong. Danker, what? reach out to me, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. You, if you listen to this podcast, you know how to. <laughs> you introduced him uh, yourself to him, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. On Christmas Eve. Yes, yes, This yes, goes yes. back to our shift together on Christmas yes. Eve. Oh, yes. Man. Um, so on that note, real quick, let's, so let's just dive into you a little bit less on, on what you do here, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's your, what, so are you a craft beer fan? Were you a craft beer fan before starting here? Uh, I know yes. you were a bartender, but okay. Yes. Uh, and, uh, liquor too. Okay. Uh, Love that journey for you, Ross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, so, it sounds a little less, uh, you we're, know. Who was the part of it when we were guessing what? Ross would drink. Were you there? Oof. Oh, you emailed me. No, no. I did. Yes. Listen, I definitely. Did. I got to share this story. Because <laughs> I don't know that I've heard this. So, so I after, do you remember the so uh, the West Side uh, the Del High Liquor event? Yes. Remember oh that? boy. Yep. Yeah. And Ross met up with us that night. We went to dinner at some like thing on the river, the Cabana. Yeah. Yeah. Cabana, yeah I, I was totally fine to go, and you guys were already on. We 
you're at a different level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've been there for a while. So, so we were at the event, and we meet you at the cabana, and I was like, I think I asked you, I'm like, what does Ross drink? Yeah, no, yep. We had never hung out outside of the brewery at that point. Right. And you said, I'm not 100% sure, but I think he'll order liquor. And I was like, all right, well, whatever. Yep. You sat right next, you were right next to me. Oh, yeah. I was and in the you spill. ordered a gin and tonic, <laughs> d- a double gin and tonic. And yes, I just looked sir. at you and I was like, I, I mean, I don't even know whether to make fun of you or whether to be impressed. I love gin and tonic. Well, you were also drinking a lot of, uh, what was it, White Claws. Mango. Ooh, I think. So at the yeah, time I was doing some keto. I was about to say, was this a Justin keto phase? It was a keto phase. <laughs> yeah. I was drinking some White Claws or whatever, seltzers, whatever they were. There's nothing wrong with that. I just looked at you and I was just like, this is not what I expected. <laughs> All of a sudden, you went from, in my eyes, right? I know this isn't real, but you went in my eyes from like a, you know, 20-something-year-old oh uh, leader, <laughs> right? Uh to all of a sudden a 68-year-old man. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I like gin and tonic, but I feel like I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is no, gin and tonic nice. an old drink? It no, is. I mean, it's it not. Is. Yes, no, it is. Not. Yes, it is. Hey, contact us at saunderbrewing.com. <laughs> Send Danny an email if you think gin and tonic. Actually, put this on a poll on our okay. social media. Is gin and t- <laughs> If you order gin and tonic, is that an old person drink? It's I, not. Dude. <laughs> Gin is like repulsive to me. I oh, love. Man, I love so you don't gin like smell like a Christmas tree? Uh, I think that's why I like Herbie so much. Gin is gin same. Is, gin is I, so it really bad. is. So I. That's what Ross is drinking. Yeah. What Wait. was it? Herbie. You, you were having oh, yeah. Herbies. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Meant gin it's, and tonic. Nice. Oh, no, I was about yeah. to fall Juniper? out of my chair. No. no, I. So I'm a huge gin is one of my favorite spirits. Right. Same. My dad. My dad has been mm-hmm. distilling, and he's working on a gin, um, largely because he and I have talked about it. Bye, Jess. It was good I to have, have to you go. Jess, you got to go. cheering. Yep. Good luck, Ross. Cheers, right. friend. Thanks for stopping on. All right. Sorry, guys. Love you. Love your show. Thanks for the high five. Yep. Okay. Um, so, the, so, so when you ordered that gin and tonic, for me, I was like, this is great. I love it. But you just got a lot older to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so what, so what, uh, what craft beers do you love? Uh, Sonder or otherwise? You, you, you just give us... Some examples. Oh, put me on the spot. Uh, so go, go I, styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't uh, have to give a yeah, brand. No, uh, yeah. Uh, so I like uh, wheats. I like sweet. I, I did the whole IPA thing when they were trying to get like 120 IBUs and out yep. of the mind, like where <laughs> palate where, wrecking. Where, yeah. yeah, where you can't even taste it anymore. I did all that. Uh, come to find out, you know, it not a good feeling after you drink them. For me personally, I get heartburn. I'm yeah. that. Oh, so, interesting. So, okay. so I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so I like wheat ales. Uh, I, I like a lot of dark stuff too, like high alcohol. Uh, I don't know. My mindset when I when I first started drinking uh, craft beer was if you could make something high alcohol that didn't taste like alcohol, I thought that was like that you could determine a brewery on that. You're probably having a great time here because I feel like that's one of the best things that our brewers do is hide alcohol. For for like, sure. Like some of our beers, I always forget. I, Bach is like the best example. Like that beer being 6.8 is so criminal. Man, yeah, and even when we did the double Bach, I yeah. think that was last year. That, that's still so, very drinkable. So do you? Uh, so did you like family tradition? Oh, yeah. The, I, the I, big stouts? Yeah. So uh, What was your that, favorite of those? So the Banana Foster uh, Macadamia. 
Uh, didn't really like the Ruby Port just because for me, I'm not a wine drinker. Yeah, and, and it, um, it definitely had a lot of wine character right. to it. Yeah. See, I, Ruby Port, I love Ruby Port. Yeah. Because I, I do like wine a lot and the like light characteristics to it and like that like harsh like berry kind of like the the grapeness to it is so good. Yeah. I think one of my favorite things as time has gone on about family tradition uh, outside of the the obvious for me is uh, the fact that we did five different variants. Mm-hmm. And they're all very different. And they're all so different and everybody has a little bit of a different mm-hmm. take on it, right? Like last week we asked Zach about it. He loved the bananas. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then and then you, you talk to somebody else. You know, Danny, I know you're a sucker for the, the coconut. Yeah, I, I'd be drowned in the macadamia if I could. Yeah. For, for me, I love, you know, I know Chase loves the base Willet. For me, yeah. I thought the cinnamon habanero was a complete sleeper, right? Yeah. Like, everybody has a little, I think Luke's favorite was the ruby port. Like, I think people are sleeping on ruby port. Yeah, it's it's really fun it's to see that. It's not as sexy as, like, the bourbon barrel, like the Willet rye barrel age, but, yeah. man, it's, it's just as good of a beer, if not better. Absolutely. It's it's the whole thing, that the, the, the base beer being so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're also using a, a really good base for the the barrels too, right? I, right. You're right. not starting off with old crow, or right. Something yeah. like, you know. right? Right. That's true. <laughs> and right. I thought that was the coolest thing because in you know the same beer went into the Willet Rye barrels as it did the Ruby Port, absolutely. But it shows what a barrel can do to a beer because those beers are two wildly different things, even mm-hmm. though they're the same base. They just sat in different barrels for a year. Right. Right. So, all right. So now I am going to put you on the spot. Okay. Okay. So you've talked a little bit about what you consume mm-hmm. regularly just as a, as a consumer. Uh, what's your favorite Sonder beer? Do you have one? Uh, I, need, I need all time, and then I need on the board right now. Ooh, love that journey for you, Ross. Yeah. So on the board, it's, it's going to be Blanc. Okay. Yes. That's my go-to. That's Hell my yeah. Go-to. So, is that, so that's your favorite all time, too? Uh, yeah. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. That's it's, awesome. It, that, that's what I would, if I... Uh, didn't work here, and I came in. That would be the first one that I would do. Okay. And then my my second one would be the auto. Okay. Okay. And I'm I'm that that. No, crazy that's awesome. On the no, awesome. I, I kind of get that. I'm kind of with you on that. I think that, you know, my craft beer drinking has largely become situational, mm-hmm. or like kind of like what I'm feeling at the time. So like, I tend to like seasonally drink. Right during the, it's snowing outside right now. Dang. I'd love to have an auto. I didn't even know that until yeah. right. you just mentioned But then, that. like, during the summer, it's like I do lean more toward Blanc or, like, Schwester is one of my all-time favorite Sonder beers, or Hefeweizen. Like, those white wheat beers are so good in the summer. I found myself seasonally drinking, but then, you know, I just always go back to, like, I love Record Hop. I love You Betcha. So, like, I'll pop an IPA every once in a while. So, no, I totally get that. Yeah. Uh, I would also say the the Coconut Tears, mm-hmm. very good. I know that our uh, style has kind of changed. Uh, through the series, didn't have lactose in the first one. The first run. Are you talking just specifically about the coconut tears? Yeah. Brand? So we, what's we, cool about that beer is it started as a spinoff of Birdwatcher, right? Yeah. So, so because we have a thirty barrel system, um, and and when we first were brewing beers, we had to get uh, a little bit creative with making sure that we spun some of that off so that we weren't sitting on a ton of beer before we could, before we were established enough, right? right? So. So Coconut Tears started as just a spinoff of our base brown ale. They added a few things to it, made it Coconut Tears, so on and so forth. Move yeah. on, right? Well, now uh, the, the, the malt bill, the adjuncts, everything about it is separate. It is a completely base beer uh, or a completely separate base beer. 
Nice. Um, and and I think that beer, uh, that's a great example of a beer that has evolved with our team. That I, I, I mean, I think this is where you're going with it, yeah, but yeah. I agree. I mean, it, that, that beer is phenomenal. It is. Um, and and it, it, um, it's a beer. The, one of the things I love about that beer is it's changed from the first time we did it to now in a very positive way. It's not overdone on adjuncts. It's not this big pastry brown ale. Yeah. Um, that uh, Luke and Chase, as they've developed that beer, have done a really good job of making it balanced and subtle enough, but but the flavors are there. Yeah, and it, it's definitely something where somebody's looking for something sweet, but it's not like a one and done kind of dessert ale. Yeah, I love yeah. how drinkable it is, and I think you know. I feel the same way about Puffy Coat. By yeah, the way. I was literally about yeah. to bring up Puffy Coat. Like, I think that's oh. something that our, I stole your thunder. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> no, that's another thing that you know. Our, I always joke that our brewers hide uh, ABV all the time. I think they hide. They don't hide, but they. They pack so much flavor into light style so well where it's not like you can have like a bunch of puffy coat and not feel like you're toast for the night. Right. That's right. right. Like you That's can have right. a couple of these and like still feel like you're just drinking a light beer. Yeah. And I always appreciate that because I appreciate a good flavorful beer. But if I'm going to a brewery, it's like a lot of the adjuncted beers are like these big ass stouts or, you know, these big ass porters and or these big sours. And it's like I like those and they're really good, but I can only have so much of them, and then I got to move on to something completely different. Where, you know, stopping in here, it's like, hey, I can have a puppy coat, a puffy coat, a Carmen's, or a puppy coat, a puppy coat. <laughs> puppy coats are cute. Uh, I can have a puffy coat, a Carmen's, a coconut tears, and like it's not going to weigh on me for the rest of the night. Right? If we don't, if we don't do an a adjunct puppy called coat, puppy coat, we're doing it wrong. We got to yeah. do puffy puppy coat, and then we also got to do uh, parking lot taco as beer names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're do- yeah, we're doing it wrong. Park, if we parking, don't do lot parking lot tacos, a gem of a beer name. Yes, I feel like we should just reach out to the attorneys now and just trademark that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. A parking lot taco, it's so funny, it's so good. Uh, okay, so we've done we've done beer, mm-hmm. right? Spirits of choice is obviously gin, yeah, right. Which I'm here for, by the way. Yep. I just didn't like. I said that night, I was just so surprised. Yeah, well, I mean, there's only so much beer you can drink, right? Like, <laughs> dude, totally. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and by the way, I'm here for all. Like, I'll do rum some nights. I'll do bourbon. I'll do. Yeah. I'll do agave. Like, I, like I'm a huge mezcal guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, it's that one is an expensive hobby. It is a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> if you're I, looking for the really good stuff. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, so let's let's spin out of booze a little bit. Okay. Here. So so Ross the dude. So you're a pretty eclectic guy, which I like. I am. You say <laughs> you say little... goofy. Right, you yes. say goofy. I don't say goofy. Like uh, um, eclectic is what I would say. And uh, and obvious, uh, honestly, I mean that in a very positive way. Right? Um, okay. You remind. You no, know, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm so you remind you remind me a lot of my brother. Um, my brother, um, he calls himself goofy, and I don't say goofy at all. Like, yeah. Like we're all weirdos, right? Like, and, and I hope seriously. So. so it's really funny. My my um, my five year old daughter. Uh, called her eight-year-old sister. She's about to turn six. Um, she called her eight-year-old sister a weirdo, and she got all Ooh, upset about it. Yeah, yeah, that's fighting words. She's like, "I'm, I'm so, I, why am I a weirdo?" And you know, for me, and I, and I very much mean this. I'm, I'm as about about as weird as it gets, right? No, 
depending on who you're talking to, Danny's going to call himself weird. Yeah. I, like, I did a nonverbal, like, agreement shrug yeah, over here. Absolutely. <laughs> like, like weird. first of all, weird's in the eye of the beholder. I uh, I made fun of myself for eating pizza backwards on this podcast. That's wow. weird. Uh, so, that's not weird at all. That's criminal. <laughs> yeah. our, our friends over at uh, Shift Beer's podcast. The, yes. Uh, the guys, I, dude, those guys are awesome. Yeah. So they they were drinking uh, Nocturnal and Kato Latte. I saw that. On their last podcast. Uh, so have, was, you, have you listened? They, I listened to all of them. They do a great job. Yeah. yeah, yeah they so do a great job. I was listening to the last one. And uh, Josh, our guy, was uh, talking about how I, I eat pizza backwards. And all of the people on the podcast were like, that's just wrong. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. They're, by the way, they are right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a, yeah, like, I, I, I don't want to, like, honestly, like, this this thing with my with my one daughter calling my other daughter a weirdo, like, it's completely shifted. Like, I don't want to use the word weirdo because <laughs> I'm weird and I accept that. Like, right. It's strange. Yes, it's yes, strange. you're a weirdo for it, but yeah. I'm okay with being a weirdo. You're wrong for that. Well, it's funny because, like, <laughs> Josh, like, Josh, like, felt bad. Too, he's like, oh, Dan- we, Danny, we love you if you're listening, man. So, like, I like as I yeah. was listening to the podcast, I replied to one of their tweets. I was like, "Hey guys, for the record, love you too." And then Josh was like, <laughs> "Sorry for making fun of you. Like, I eat cake backwards, so we're about the same." No, 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 no. I eat cake. By the way, Josh, if you're listening, I didn't realize this had happened. You didn't tell me this. I'm, I'm saying it now. This is totally the first time I've heard it. Eating cake backwards, not the same. I eat cake backwards. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. You know why? Because if you're going to get full, you want to get full on the icing. Right. Ugh. You don't want to get full on the crust from pizza. Not the same. I, not I, the same. I, I replied. I was like, hey, I'm I'm more than cool with how I eat pizza, and I'm, I'm all right with it. I know it's weird. You know what? I'm going to call you on this. Have, so have you? I don't know that you're cool with it. I feel like you brought it up on the podcast to find out, to gauge the oh. rest of the world. I and found, now I, you found out that they didn't, and you realize you're a weirdo? I found out I'm weirder than I originally thought, but I'm still all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh, this seems like a quirky thing that I do. Not a big deal. And then it's like, everyone just like, no, this is wrong. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's, it's a little off. It's a little off. <laughs> Damn it, Ross. <laughs> Dude, all right, that exclamation point. Ross, just put the exclamation yeah, point on the right. sentence. Yeah, you're done. I mean, Have you guys ever played the party, the or asked the party question of like, if you end up being a serial killer, like what is the trait about you that your friends should have known that you're going to be a the, serial it's, killer? It's the pizza. For like you, me, it's the pizza yeah, backwards. So like if I end up being a serial killer, you all should have known that that was going to come because yeah. I eat pizza backwards. For, yeah. for Ross, it was the fact that he had gin and tonics before he was 25. <laughs> That's probably, yeah, probably <laughs> How old do you think I am? No, I just know, I just know <laughs> that you're young enough that you shouldn't be drinking gin and tonics at a young age. Okay. <laughs> it's actually news to me as well that gin and tonics are old old people. Yeah, you are the only person that loses their mic. Are that, you spinning that, it around? That happens to literally no one else, and I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I'm just going to hold my mic here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to panic hold it. Wait, so so <laughs> we can cut this out if Danny wants to. Yes. Or if you want to. You're older than 25 now, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what How I thought. Do you think I am? But I'm guessing you've been drinking gin and tonics from a young age. I have. Yeah, see, that's why I said that. That's my point. I knew that you were. <laughs> I don't 
know why I just yeah, knew. Definitely, I just... definitely 21. I mean, when I was first like like going to a bar and you panic and you're like, oh, give well, me a... I'll just have a, all the Tom Collins. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Gotta, you gotta have, yeah. so I will say. Give me a highball, please. <laughs> <laughs> it was something about you. I just knew you'd been drinking gin and tonics for longer than, uh, than just the last month. Yeah. I will say you gotta, you gotta have your go-to like mixed drink at a bar. Mixed drink at a bar for me is an old-fashioned. Mine is uh, bourbon Sprite. Oh, so you're talking like just a well mixer. Like a 7 yes, and 7. Yeah. Oh, if we're going to do that, it's Do you call it a 7 and 7 too? Or do you call no. it? No. <laughs> what is a 7 and 7? I don't even know what that. I've never heard that. Seagram's 7 whiskey and then oh, 7, seven up. up. Yeah. It's old. I would do that though. Yeah. If we were going to do that, like if you're talking like you're going to drink all night and you need a mixer that's yep. like a hype, mine would just be vodka soda. Okay. I would do just a vodka soda with a twist of lime. Dude, I have some friends that do vodka waters, and that just oh. seems like pre-crime to me. I, I try to do that uh, when I was on somewhat of a diet, and it's not fun. It's oh, it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's, it's not pleasant. Yeah. Might as well just take a shooter of you might as well. You're, you're right about that, <laughs> yeah. right? But I will say the one thing about having a drink you can sip is a lot different than a shooter. Right. Because you go shooters, and it catches up quick. Yeah. If you're yeah. sipping on it. See, I'm one of those people, too, where, like, if I'm drinking, I want to be constantly drinking. Yeah. You know, that's why beer, yes. that's why beer works so well for me, because I can sip on it, and it's great. I just, uh, this is a complete squirrel moment, because we're not talking about it, mm-hmm. but I just thought of, uh, if they're listening, and I think they do, but we should have the dudes from Shift Beers on our podcast. That'd be great. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, if cloud. they are, they should reach out. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, that'd I'll be, let them know. That'd be a ton I think of fun. they'd enjoy that. I do, too, and, it's, and, it's, I, and it's, I like their show. So. It's funny, because they... They're they always claim like, hey, this is just an independent podcast of people who work in the beer industry, and then it like always slips that all of them work for the same company. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, this is not affiliated with that's March First right, Brewing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's very funny, but I'm here for it. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Man, I, they put on some good ones too. Like they did a uh, they did a gas station like singles. Yeah, that was like that wasn't too long ago. They had like. They were doing like the like hemp for locos and like all yes. this stuff. I was like, man, I hope you guys like survive that. I'd struggle. <laughs> I'm like to the point in my life where like I don't really mess with things I don't want to drink anymore. Ooh. If you if you hand me a drink, I'm gonna drink whatever you put in front of me for free. But like, I'm not bargain hunting alcohol yeah. anymore. Hold, wait, hold on. Is that a is that a you promise? What? If I put something in front of you that I pay for, you're gonna drink it? Yeah. Promise? It's like part part of my moral code that I cannot I cannot what is it? not take a free drink. Oh, I'm just I'm just making wow. mental notes that for the future. Yeah, uh, that I mean, as long as he didn't pay for it, he's going to drink it. Yeah. yeah, I don't like clear liquor, but if you put clear liquor in front of me, I'm going to do it. Ugh. Love this drink. My, my dad, brother, and I did 1800 for Justin's bir- for Justin's 21st birthday. My brother Justin, not right Justin Justin, right? Um, and like I took the shot with my parents and him. And, like, I was excited to do it with him because he turned 21 during a pandemic, which blows. Uh, so did my brother. Right. But not my shot of choice by any means. No. I have a funny story about... Okay, so... Hit me. Yeah, I, let's I, go. So I was doing a lot of, uh, like, uh, brewing my own cider. Like, you know, Ooh, one, okay. One gallon. That's what, what color me intrigued. I didn't know this. Yes. So I was doing this. Uh, this is before Easter... Probably like last year. <laughs> so I'm making it, and I'm making a cherry one. So cherry concentrate, cherries all in there. Let it sit for a, a few months. Uh, Easter comes around. Uh, my family goes out to 
to to the to the family gathering or whatnot. Ross has been confused and distracted while trying to tell the beginning of the story because my microphone fell off. Again, when we're a video podcast, this will be largely entertaining. Right. Right now, it's just confusing. Yes. Again, I don't know why you're the only person well, that happens to. And it's not like I'm spinning it. Like right. I don't. I think you're just grabbing at it. <laughs> but anywho, I have that problem. Ross. <laughs> you are a you you are a. Uh, uh, like you like to fidget. I do. You're a fidgeter. So like while you're talking, you like, I don't think you realize how much you play with the mics. It's not a bad thing. It's just no, no, very it's, funny. It's true. I mean, you can go back to my days when I was in radio in, in, in college and there, there are like videos and photos of me and I'm doing this and I'm this. <laughs> this you're, very, and I'm you're, you're very animated, which is going to translate great to our video podcast. It will. It totally will. Like, look what I'm doing right now. And it's totally habit, right? Like I'm moving it oh, over. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just very funny that for whatever reason, the mic falls on you like every like third podcast. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. Sorry, so, Ross, Ross. Back to we, you making yeah, we, cider. This is news to both of us. I didn't us. know oh, it. Yeah, are, you, yeah. are you a cider guy? Uh, Were you dating someone at the time that liked cider? No, it's just the easy. Good. All you got to do is pump. Good secondary well, pump question. <laughs> <laughs> why would you make I'm just confused why you would make cider if you weren't it's into it. It's easy. It's easy. Uh, you okay. could easily. Uh, so, Jungle Gyms is my place. I love Jungle Gyms. Okay. Shout out Jungle Gyms. Which one do you shop at? Eastgate. Okay. Uh, it's easy to get in. This now. is not sponsored by Jungle Gyms, by the way. No, but no. if you want to be, right. <laughs> contact us at Sonda Brewing. Right. So, so, you can literally go up to uh, some of the side or some of the. I guess you'd call it orange juice. Uh, and you're not looking for preservatives or anything that can, like, destroy the, the yeast that you just throw in there. So for a while, I would just do it for fun to see how, you know, how much alcohol you can get out of it. I, right. I was buying, like, super – I asked Chase and all of them, like, what yeast can I use to put in there to make it, like, just wine? And they, they would probably give you some of the yeast that we're using. Oh, yeah, for Ross sure. Ross like, damn it, why did I, I think I know, of that? Right. Yeah, they never offered it to me. But So, so, so I was, maybe they won't. Yes. So I was making this cherry cider, blah, blah, blah. So I took it over to my, uh, my uh, cousin's house on Easter, and somebody decides it would be a good idea to make a tequila. <laughs> this peanut, sounds fantastic. Peanut, peanut butter sundaes. Oh, a tequila peanut butter. There was like a peanut butter inside of tequila, whatever. They said it's going to taste Sounds like a terrible. peanut butter and jelly. Did not. And I said, hey, I'll drink it, but I'm probably going to get sick. And lo and behold, I got sick. So I'm puking over there. Is Why? Why? Do you hate peanut butter or what? I mean, it, it's just like, I, I love tequila. Tequila is another one. But sure. the peanut butter that was used in it was... Did like, you just know you were going to get sick because you knew you were going to get drunk or because you knew Yeah, that, that sounds you like a no, stupid, like, college challenge. These are all adults that are going to drink this cider and peanut butter. Hold on. Well, what? no, not the cider. The cider wasn't even involved in it. Like, I'm, just, was I'm it? just asking, like, how did you know you were going to get sick? Because it looked gross and it smelled gross. Oh, seriously? Yeah, that yeah, should have yeah, been yeah, a drain yeah. pour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, I end up getting sick off the side of the balcony. And this is at my aunt's house. Right. And and they're like, oh my god, he's bleeding, he's bleeding. <laughs> I didn't tell him that I tried the cider before I came, so it was like deep red color, and it's just <laughs> oh. it's just dark red going over the. Yeah, we should probably cut that one. But no, that's no, a great story. <laughs> I, I, dude, I've had uh, in college we did a wine night where I ended up puking, and it was just. Yeah, the the wine didn't even stay in my system for more than a half hour before it came back up, and it looked like blood. Yeah, and they're like, oh my god, get the ambulance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So 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 do you still make cider? This is uh, a relevant question. No. I mean, uh, not not uh, no. 
<laughs> it sounds like you were just toying around with it for like funsies. No, I did it for uh, when I was living alone. Now I, you know, I moved back with my parents. COVID, great. Mm-hmm. It's great for my pocket, like oh, great really? for my yeah, bank sure. account. But uh, so, do you do you enjoy the production side of things? Is that something where you see potentially? Uh, uh, I, I think it's I think it's really interesting. Like interesting. when I first started here, I was like, hey, maybe. I could be a part of production, and then yeah. I, I saw how hard it was, and I was like, eh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm definitely a people person, not, not like, sure. not uh, chemistry or sure. uh, numbers. So, so what's your background there? So talk a little bit about that, because I know that there's a creative side of you. Yeah. So, so it hasn't always been just bartending. Right, right? yeah. Uh, so, so what's that look like for you? So uh, I grew up in Lachlan. Uh, my family owned a butcher shop. In Lachlan. Oh, very cool. Which just got plowed over because they uh, opened up the, the highway down there. Anywho, so uh, moved to Mason. Mason and Lachlan are not the same type of schools. <laughs> right. Uh, so When did that happen? Uh, so when I was about 10. Okay. So I went into Mason when Mason was, like, blowing up, and uh, I got pushed back a lot. So numbers weren't good for me. You know, uh, regular... School stuff was not my forte. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, doodling and being kind of creative turned out to be a good thing. What year did you graduate from Mason? Uh, 2007. Okay. So, nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm 31, by the way, everybody. So, <laughs> hey, that's on you to put out there. I mean, you've but, liked gin and tonic for 10 years. We I know. Get it. Yeah, get I'm, it. I'm 31 going on uh, Were 65. You, hold on. How, do you get gin and tonics if you're at the, at the casino and you're getting free drinks? Is that what you get to gin and tonic? I got to know. Yeah, either that or uh, heavy bud. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. bud heavy. Bud, oh, heavy. bud heavy. Yeah. All right, so keep going. So yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, came into it. Uh, Mason did not do so great as a student. Uh, art went my way. I went to the Art Academy of Cincinnati down in OTR. Uh, that's where I kind of like became a social butterfly. I guess. I sure, mean, it was sure. more social. Like, yeah. So uh, became a bartender down there for a few mm. years multiple years, uh, and then became a manager at another uh, place. And I, I guess you would say that I'm more of a people person. I So is art something that you feel like uh, you would pursue professionally at some point? Or is it, is it yeah, for sure. do you feel more of the, the social aspect on the bar? Uh, and it it's okay go, if the answer is, I don't know. It, it right? would go both ways. I mean, I definitely uh, thought that I was going to be doing um, – corporate design if you call it that like logos whatnot like not necessarily like what you would consider art on the law the 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 big picture right uh art art is really in the eye of the beholder right right i i I was definitely in into logo designs that's what i was doing so 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 truly like uh like pen and paper art design right and illustrator i was uh, use a lot of illustrator a lot of flat hard lines and whatnot sure Mm -hmm. um but yeah, and then uh, to fill my time, I became a bar back, and then fudged my way into becoming a bartender. And I was like, "Yeah, this is really fun. Like people, fun. Uh, the whole social circle around it too is either fun or yeah, uh, can go both ways, right?" Yeah. So. And here you are, right? Yes, yes, exactly. That's awesome. That's and, awesome. And I love interacting with people here, the people that I work with. It's 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 fun. So if you're not if you're not uh, slinging beers for us on the weekends, what are you doing? Uh, so I disc golf. 
Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. D- yeah. Danny, did you know that? Yeah, we got a bunch of disc golfers in the house. We got to get a bunch of people out there. Yeah, I didn't for sure. know that. Okay. And Because and, uh, Jeff and Matt play. Um, I think uh, um, someone else was saying they play, too. I don't know, but we got to get people out. For yeah, sure. That's awesome. I didn't and, know that. And okay. I'd be going out like this right now. I think this would be the funnest to go out there. Well, it, it's well, snowing. By, by the way, way yeah, no, we're not a video podcast yet, even though we're getting there. Snow is better than rain. It's snowing it quite a bit. I love weather. <laughs> yeah. um, we're building a house right now. Not, not myself personally, but <laughs> we have somebody <laughs> building our house. Uh, and so this gives me anxiety when I see it. But oh, in a normal year, I love this. Yeah. Like, I love snow. See, I'm kind of out on snow. Really? You I don't like it, being cold? I, I, I'm a cold guy. See, I love being cold. I love the temperature, but I'm out on the actual, like, snow. Like, I think it's cute for, like, the first, like, hour. You grew up in Cleveland. I know, yeah. Mean? I'm confused. Oh, yeah. I'm used to it. And, like, I'm a great driver because I grew up, like, driving in the Ugh. snow. You sound like my wife. I bet if I actually rode with you, there's a 50-50 chance on if you're actually good. No, I'm actually good. Yeah, the lake effect snow is not, not a joke, man. And my high school was, like, two blocks from the lake. So, like, getting up to Lakewood in the winter was tough. But I, I think it made me a good driver. And, like I said, I love the cold. Like, I'm the type of dude where, like, my windows are open at my apartment right now. Um, yeah, uh-oh. you're a lunatic. But, I, but, <laughs> yeah. I, but by the way, I'm with Ross. Like, looking at this, like, this gives me all the feels. Yeah. Like, it, I love this. It's great currently, but then tomorrow it's just going to be, like, ugly brown snow. That's why you got to go road. out now. You got to go That's out That's right. Go, let's go disc golf in this right now. Let's just end the I mean, podcast. I, I have, go. and I would, but... But you don't love it. No. You got to put I, your bibs on and, like, <laughs> right. Put them all on. I'm so, much, are, so, Ross, are you good? Because Danny's good. I've played with PNP. I'm, He's good. I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Really? I'm not bad. I really want to play with him, Jack, Jeff, go on. and Matt. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Jeff Parker? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> It'd be a blast. Je- Jeff? That seemed very judgmental. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just automatically <laughs> assume he's not good. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I feel like he'd be a back slapper. Like, I'd our, throw our, and he'd just slap me in the back and be like, <laughs> good shot. Be like, our, our disc golf outing would probably have a lot to do with the substances that are involved. Yes. Um, so, uh, what, yeah. I, what I think would be <laughs> yes. fun, like, I think we should do a total, like, a tournament. Yeah. Like a scramble. We could play doubles. Uh, fine. Whatever. You guys tell me. But I fun. think it'd be a ton of fun. Yeah. It would. Dip, we'll, dips on either Danny or Ross as my partner. Once okay. you get out in the woods, nothing matters. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the kind of courses. And I like. doubles kind of brings you back to earth a little bit because you got to play to the ability of your partner as well. Yeah. Right. Until you get stuck with the person that sucks, and then you're like, "All right, I guess I'm playing by myself." Yeah. Tonight. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> so, all right, what else? So, so disc golf. What else do you like to do? Uh, regular golf. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. I, I actually like didn't to, know that either. Yep. I like to play regular golf. Uh, I, Turns out, um, love you. <laughs> love to bartend with you. Didn't realize you'd been here with us long, as long as you had. Didn't realize you liked disc golf. Didn't realize, didn't realize you liked normal golf. Uh, I still know you. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. I was so excited like, to get Ross on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Because <laughs> Ross, Ross effectively is like almost not here when I'm here. That's true. And I know? guess that's So it's that's like part some, of, sometimes if I'm here late on a Thursday or Friday, I'll see him and say hi or if we're here for events on the weekend. But largely, he is here when no one upstairs is here. So it's right. great to get to know him on the It's a the fair pod. point. Yeah. But so I, I like my gin and tonics, and I like golfing. <laughs> yeah. I walk the yeah, golf. You're the oldest 31-year-old I know. <laughs> Golfing of all forms. <laughs> That's uh, cool, man. That's cool. I like pinball machines. All right. I'm not even no, joking. I'm not pinball. even joking. There's, dude, come on. Come on. All right. All right. I'm going to ask two more questions, okay? Right. And then we'll get into our last segment. Um, 
So, uh, number one, give me uh, your favorite movie of all time. Saving Private Ryan. Ooh, quick. Okay. Mm, yeah. All right. Okay. okay. I, I wrote like a freaking uh, essay about it. Really? One time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that, that probably movie. My, probably like, my favorite war movie of all time. That, that was probably fair. like the first one that my like dad was like, mm, "This is like real, so like right. you're allowed to watch it." Like a rated R movie. Right. Mine was Bad Boys One. So <laughs> favorite rated R movie or your first rated R movie? Yeah, mine was Cliffhanger. Okay. Oh gosh, <laughs> Cliffhanger, and then White Men Can't Jump. Oh, White Men Can't <laughs> Jump is so good, dude. White Men Can't Jump. What an dope. elite movie. Yes. Cliffhanger, uh, though, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, dude. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Uh, all right, and then uh, your favorite music genre. <sighs> because here's the thing. I've had multiple people tell me, hey, when the guy with the nose ring is, uh, is running the tap room, because they didn't know your name, yeah. right? And then I'm like, that's Ross. They're like, okay, Ross. Multiple people tell me, when Ross is in the tap room, his music choice is dope. Yeah. So uh, what's your... What's not your... Dave. Dave doesn't like it. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Dave and Steve like the 80s music and Zach. Well, but Steve also got like uh, least most desirable music choice oh, in great. the Sandy Awards. Okay, I like so, it. I like so it. Steve, you got to take with a grain of salt, right? I don't, I don't know what you call Steve it. always plays boys to men. Yes. Right? Yeah, and like Motley Crue and whatnot. Right. But. So, all right. So, don't give me a genre. Give me give me uh, uh What Spotify a playlist or... are you popping on when you're here at Sandy? Right. So, I do RIC radio. What is what that? Is that? What is it? Yeah, what is it? Uh, uh, I don't know what you call it. I guess you call it like uh, electronic pop. Oh, okay, but okay. it's not. It's not like. Uh, it's not like EDM. No, no. It's it's not. It's just like, like poppy uh, music. Is that like uh, the song like, "Sweet Dreams Are Made"? No. Of well, I guess I guess it would it would it would kind of be in that. You know. You know the song. I'm talking about. I do know the song. Yeah, that, that's what I think of. Is that like? That's like like dance music from the nineties. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be Travel a little. The world. And I mean that that <laughs> plays on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. Yeah, yeah. And I keep it up, and uh, I don't know. It's it's not offensive, you know. No, it you, hits. You play. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh Have yeah, you? for sure. Yeah. Hey, I feel you. I feel yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know. All it's right, either that so, or like death metal, but I'm not going to play that. Wait, you you also love death metal? I do. Okay. Uh, I, I get along with uh, yeah, Tim Have you and talked Daniel. to Daniel about this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dan, Daniel's like, I didn't know you were like that. And yeah. I was like, we both grew up in like the same you era. like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that slaps. hits different. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So, before we get into our last segment, uh, I know you had mentioned that that um, you've listened to some of the earlier stuff in our mm-hmm. in. The latest of who we are as a, as a podcast is we really like to focus on uh, music as much as we do as our people. Yeah. Um, so we love beer as much as we love music, right? Right. Um, so, so we'll get into that in just a second. But before we do that... We have to do our 50-episode uh, raffle. Yeah. So before we jumped into our final... Or our, not final. Not fi- certainly, hopefully not final. But Yeah, hopefully not final. Uh, hopefully we don't get canceled for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, hopefully we get a... We get a sponsorship. Yeah, that would be great. Taco uh, Bell. Taco Bell. Uh, what's up? Uh, jungle or, Gyms. Or Nuts.com or Jungle Gyms. Yeah, those are the heavy hitters for sure. <laughs> um, we have uh, we threw out that uh, we were going to do a raffle for this podcast last yeah. week. Um, we, we've had 50 episodes. Yeah, and and, uh, and and we've had a few people, uh, several actually, much more than we anticipated. Yeah, of people who listen to all 50, which, hey, kudos to you guys. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, there was no way to prove it. The, We're just the, taking your word. The people that have listened to 50 episodes of this, I've probably, 
when I came on, you guys probably did what fifteen before I started popping on. Was it that many without you? Maybe. God bless you, Danny. I don't know, I I don't know like, how we did it before you. I think the people that have listened to all of the podcasts like me more than I like me. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly. <laughs> I yes, yes, yes. And thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and it's it's pretty cool, right? Because uh, we we frequently say the Sonder family, so mm-hmm. uh, that's that's certainly an extension of it. Goes way outside the people that work in these doors. It does. It does. Uh, it goes outside of our equity partner investors. It goes outside of our team members that work here. Uh, it's an extension to our podcast listeners. Like there are so many people. I love being able to walk in the tap room and somebody I don't know saying, "Hey, uh, I heard this on the podcast," right? right? And and that matters. That that's really cool. Um, so what we wanted to do was we wanted to extend a thank you to those people. And, uh, we had several people, mm-hmm. uh, let Danny know on contact us at Sonder Brewing that they were, they were one of those people. I actually got a lot of different formats of submissions. Like oh, some, that's people, pretty dope. some people that follow the Sonder Stories podcast, Instagram reached out via okay. there. I got a couple emails. I got a tweet or two. Okay. Um, so yeah. Awesome. So what we're going to do is uh, we have three $25 Sonder gift cards. Yep, and I'll coordinate with whatever names are pulled and make sure you guys get these, whether you pop in or we can mail them to you. Love it. Um, so, Ross, we're going to have you draw the names. All right. Um, I got them all in my hat here that I just pulled off my head. So okay. we're just going to – By the way, we're going to add just <laughs> – I really – there's also a, f- a couple of funky names in here. I really just want to get Ross, like, trying to pronounce oh, them. Oh, no. I'm it. putting Ross in a bad spot yeah. here. <laughs> um, we're, gonna, we're just going to ask people to trust us that this is legit. Ross, you, you're seeing I here. see it. There, there's a dirty hat with some names in it. <laughs> Dirty's no. loose. There might be some Sweaty's lint. probably better. Sweaty. Yeah, sweaty <laughs> uh, All right, so let's go one at a time. All right, perfect. Ugh. All right, what's the first name there, Ross? Vernon Brown. Okay, Ooh, Wait, okay. Oh, Investor not, Ger- Vernon Brown. Yeah, so he's. Say the last name? That's pretty awesome. All right, yeah. that's fine. Oh, somebody's gonna get their identity stolen. <laughs> <laughs> if someone gets their identity stolen by listening to this podcast, I'm gonna be more impressed. Than <laughs> that's <laughs> true. That's true. That means we're uh, we're we're doing. We're peaking. Uh, Vernon, by the way. Uh, uh, fun fact about Vernon. I believe he was email. He emailed me. So he's emailed me before. So Vern actually won our homebrew competition yeah. for the Oktoberfest as uh, well. So yeah, huge fan. Um, Super cool dude. He's a great dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Vern, uh, you got a twenty five dollar gift card coming to you. Yeah, heck yeah. All right, number two. All right, we got Todd Tacky. Todd Tacky. All right. Yeah. Nice. I, I said it right. Um, is that Todd. right? I don't know. I, I don't know. Todd. I wrote it down so, as it was sent to me. So, um, Todd, thank you, my guy. However you reached out to me, I'll reach out to you back in that format. Perfect. All right, so, number three. Then the final uh, lucky number three. Travis Combs. Oh, right. Travis. Travis. Yeah. All right, perfect. Uh, former Acosta guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What's pretty dope about that is Travis actually put it on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty awesome. Travis is super cool. Is a dude that I used to work closely with at Acosta. Um, you know, kind of worked up his ranks. He uh, came in as an intern, and uh, now he's a sales manager, which is really cool. Is he still at Acosta mm-hmm. today? What's pretty cool about Travis is I remember talking to Travis about this, about Sonder, mm-hmm. as a project. He's a big craft beer guy. Yeah, before we had even broken ground, so that's yeah. pretty awesome. I'm, I'm really cool to see. I'm really excited to see um, – you know, I, I don't I don't know Todd, but I'm excited to see 
I know Vernon well, and I know Travis yeah. um, from my past life. So it's Thanks, really guys. cool to see. Yeah, thank you to all of Thank our uh, 50 episode listeners. Y'all rock. Yeah, I think that's yeah. something. I don't know about you, Danny, but I think it's something that that we'll probably try to lean into a little yeah. bit more as the podcast grows. Is I'm definitely trying to like interact with our listeners more. Um, it's tough because we have so much going on at the brewery that it's hard for me to find space and time to adequately you know, promote our podcast and kind of feature the people that are on it. So I'm trying to find different avenues for that. Instagram's kind of the start. So Ooh, I have something that, that uh, if you don't love, I imagine we'll end up, to, you, you're just going to tell me that you don't love this and it'll get it cut. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have a pretty cool idea. Okay. Um, we should uh, reach out to these three winners um, and feature a podcast with all mm. three of them where we have five to ten minutes and just ask them their favorite memories of the podcast. We can call them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be really fun. We now have the uh, technology to do that. Yeah. Um, so on a future podcast, uh, if you guys are listening, uh, would love to coordinate something. I think that'd be a fun episode. Yeah, you'll hear from me shortly. I love that idea. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. So, um, all right. So before we get into the last segment, Ross, yes. uh, anything uh, anything that you want us to know about you and your, and your uh, memories with Sonder? Um, this was not nearly as bad as I think you thought it was going to be. No, That's right. Definitely wasn't. That's right. You were a little nervous. Right? No, yeah, I hate my own voice, so I'm not going to listen to this. <laughs> back, so. You did great. That's silly. So, That's silly. Ju- Justin and I have talked about this multiple times. We're like to the point where we f- we know and we feel how the podcast is going. We're able to steer it in the right way or kind of cut it off when we feel like it's a good point. This has been a great podcast. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't feel like at any point during this episode where I was like, "Hey, we need to." Wrap this up. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which happens from time to time. No, well, I'm glad I'm not that guy then. No, you were great. All right, All let's right. hit the last segment, Danny. Let's do it. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Tonight I'm wondering. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band or some college town bar? Well, um, okay. So, uh, full disclosure, we have not run this by you other than what we've done here on the podcast. Yeah. Um, this is a, a segment I, I mentioned we love music as much as we love beer. Correct. Right? And um, we, uh, we use this segment as an opportunity to, uh, to drop a line on some music that you either uh, love and have always loved. Yeah. Or uh, just something you're listening to right now that you have on repeat that you can't stop listening to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what we generally do, Danny and I will always give a song. Yeah. Uh, what we love to do is when we have a guest, we'll give you two. Okay. So you give us a song you have on repeat right now yeah. that you can't turn off, and then maybe one of your favorite songs of all time. All right. Um, so if you're ready, we'll let you kick it off. If not, Danny and I will go first. You guys can go first. Oh, go for it. You sandbag yeah, son of a gun. You guys do know, listen, I, I listen to like talk radio a lot. Well, what's wrong with that? Because I don't listen to music that much. Mm. <laughs> you got to have a couple jams you're listening to, though. Uh, you uh, think, right? <laughs> we'll give you some time. Okay. okay so, so, Danny, you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I, have a, I have a song that, uh, that speaks to me. Okay. Okay. 
So you know, I've talked about on this podcast, like I'm kind of all over the board, right? I am too. Actually, I'm going to a genre that I haven't dipped into yet. Me too. Nice. Me too. Well, I think I have, but it's limited. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to country music. Oh, I am too. Okay, love it. It's, right. it's going to be really out of... We're not going to pick the same no, song. No, it won't be the same. I, I definitely don't think it'll be the same. Uh, you I, dip into a country loosely. I have. Yeah, yeah, loosely. Um, I just... Dude, I, so more importantly than anything, I love when lyrics speak to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the songs I've picked for here are songs that either elicit a memory or take me to a time or mm-hmm. are just something that speak to me, right? So um, I'm going to a song uh, by Brothers Osborne. It's a little okay. bit of a jam, so it's a little bit of a rock song in my eyes. Uh, it's called I'm Not For Everyone. Okay. Um, and for those that aren't familiar with it, uh, it kind of gives you a peek under the, under the lid of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of uh, lines in that song that just truly speak to who I am as a human. Um, but basically, it just it, it makes me feel a lot like who I am as, uh, you know, for those that love me, love me. And uh, for those that don't, might not, and that's okay. I, I'm not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I would, as we've talked about, Danny, uh, you becoming a great friend of mine, mm-hmm. as well as somebody that's in this business with me. Like, I am who I am, and that might not be okay with you, but but uh, I'll do anything for you. Right. Uh, and so this song has uh, has totally hit hard for me, in the fact that you you may or may not love me, and I'm not for everyone, but that's okay. Right. Um, so it's it's a jam. I, I've I've. It's I'm I've listened to it so much that in the mornings on the way to school, uh, I give all four of my kids, including Voss, who's two, mm-hmm. and most days he just says Moana or, <laughs> or Elsa. Uh, we rotate, so it's an eleven minute drive to school, mm-hmm. and each four of the that's kids, about a song per kid. About and, yeah, and usually usually we start a new one every day. Yeah. A different kid starts, but every kid picks a song. That's awesome. And on on the fourth day, when it's my turn, I start. That's awesome. Or on the fifth day. And I've been playing this one for like two weeks straight. That's awesome. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty fun. And Bella's like, hey, can you play that song about how like not everyone likes you? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. God, so, your kids crack me up. Yeah, they're the best. Uh, so uh, backstory to my song is uh, along with drinking, I'm also a seasonal listener. So like 2000s pop punk is like my Ooh. base. Like I'll always listen to that. But like. I'll listen to, like, maybe some, like, rap music during the winter, uh, but then I'll always, like, dip into, like, country music in the summer just because windows down, hot weather, fresh sure. around is some of the best music. But so true. I did a work-from-home week in a cabin with four of my college friends this past week who are, like, big country guys. So, like, whenever they would play music, I was always making sure that I'm listening and, like, adding stuff to my country playlist. A song that was just so good that's kind of just, like, a drinking country jam is good time by nico moon oh, it's great it's so a great good. song so it's a great good. song yeah it's just about like drinking shitty beer and having a good time dude so. that that song exactly what you just said that song speaks to me like if we're going on the beach in mm-hmm. june like we're gonna play that song every four songs see i'm gonna forever remember that song as like a song that we listen to multiple times by like while playing Beard Eye in a cabin yes. in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Tennessee, during <laughs> yes. a pandemic. It was so much fun. What I love is what you just said it, about music mm-hmm. is that it elicits a memory. Right. That's why we Good do songs segment, do. Right? Yeah. Like, the, like, the thing about music is, for me, it's a lot like a, a craft beer or a beverage of some kind that, that brings you to a specific point. For sure. Love that. Yeah. That's awesome. 
All right, All right Ross. Ross, you're up, dude. Oh, boy. You're under the gun oh, boy. So I only have one, right? No, no. You have a song that well, you, you like? Well, you can do one or two. Okay. A lot, a lot of flexibility here. We're loose on the rules. <laughs> So okay. what's your favorite song of all time? Of all time? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I honestly... You have, like, a favorite band? Not really. Dude, Ross isn't I, great at the music part, huh? I, no, it's I'm fine. not. I'm it's not. I, I am legitimately... I am all about... I grew up listening to talk radio, whether it be... Man. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Let's back up here. All right, all I right. get it. If we were going to go to the casino right now, yeah. if we were going to hop in my car, and I would <laughs> oh, say, God. Ross, you get one song, pick it, go. What would you pick? Uh... I don't know. This is going to say a lot about you. I Come know. Uh, probably. Uh, see, I, I pulled Dude, it you, up. Dude, you play such good music in the tap room. What do you, what do, because, what do you play? Because uh, there's a lot that I, I like, but I don't love. You know Just hit I mean? us with a song you Just like Just hit right with now. one. Uh, yeah. All right. So Roosevelt Everywhere. That's, that's what I've Perfect. been listening to. Perfect. By who? It's Roosevelt. By? The song is Everywhere by Roosevelt? Yeah, oh, but Everywhere Perfect. was an old song. It, it's like a cover on it. Oh, so. nice. Perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. So, dude, that's yeah. all we're asking for. I know, but it's so stressful it. because I listen to freaking NPR and WLW. I, like, I feel like we made it like an hour and twenty minutes in this podcast before putting the pressure on. I know, yeah, yeah. and then I, I just I crumbled. Thought, I, thought, I thought you were gonna come out with that, and I was gonna like be an easy sailing. It's the very end where I'm like, oh, clenching my butt. Like, he, oh. did a, he did a great job on the podcast until the last four minutes. It's like, hey, I think music. We're What's this music? Thing. Gin and tonic. After plenty of drinks, I was like, yeah, picking his song can't be too bad and then here we are struggling at the end well nobody gave also- me a gin and tonic so. <laughs> it'd probably be sweet jazz or something i don't also, know it's it. so funny to me because i literally have had multiple people who are like yeah ross plays great music in the tap room the <laughs> and then i'm like oh, i don't really like music, music. <laughs> he's like i don't like music hey, <laughs> hey that's on us but we came up with something so we're good <laughs> yeah. hey i have a little breaking news can i break it on the podcast yeah, two inches uh, of snow <laughs> <laughs> no uh i actually just got info um that Mike DeWine, Governor Mike DeWine, has increased uh, beginning uh, Thursday, January 28th. The curfew has moved to 11 p.m. Is that uh, this what? Thursday? Yeah, so that's, that's starting tomorrow. That's so that's new. on me. That's on me, guys. That's big uh, news for you. <laughs> because yeah. I work tomorrow. Right? Yeah, so, so, um, so ob- obviously, by the time this podcast comes out, it will be old news. But yeah, it's pretty that- fun that, that live on the podcast, I just got this notification. So, so is that last call at 1030? Yeah, so we'll yeah. so we'll be able nice. to move move open to an hour later, which, nice. is, cool. which is including clutch. the weekend too, because originally we were at twelve. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's pretty big news. Um, honestly, uh, for me, it's exciting because I feel like that's a sign that uh, better days are ahead. Yeah, that, that'll help our sales staff more than anything for sure. Because that extra hour on the weekends is going to help move a lot of beer at some of our beer spots retail-wise. So that's good. Right. Um, it also means that uh, the, the the qualifications of it. Um, for those that weren't following, uh, is that as a state, we've now had seven consecutive days where our hospitalized patient count was under 3,500. Nice. Yeah, good. So uh, better days are ahead, guys. We're um, getting there. Yeah, we are, uh, we are I believe, uh, at, the, at the light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. which, is, which is pretty fun. Uh, it's exciting. Um, you know, honestly, for me, I'm just uh, – I'm just – I'm pumped. I'm excited yeah. about where this company's headed, where this podcast is headed. Uh, I love days like this. Ross, you were a great guest. Man. You were, you. man. Thank you. Have you, me again anytime. You, should you were li- so stressed. You should, I was. You should listen back to this because you were good. Yeah. I, thought, I thought you guys were going to ask me to spell my, my middle name or my last name. <laughs> uh, do it. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers, guys.